Well, it's time to talk about the state of our state and uh, it's National Reconciliation Week. That's kicking off today. It's the time where we're encouraged to learn about our shared histories, good and bad, and explore how we can contribute to reconciliation. It's a very, very important week, a very significant week. With me today is Shona Reid, the Executive Director of Reconciliation South Australia. How are you, Shona? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good to see you. And also with us is uh, Nathan May, who's a musician and actor. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. How are you going? Yeah, looking good. Uh, Shona, let's begin with you. Uh, you're uh, an, an Indigenous woman from uh, Central Australia. I am. But you've spent most of your time living in South Australia, so you know the patch, let's say. Just a little. Yeah, just, just a, little. a little. What? Uh, what's your What's your background? What's your story? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm an Eastern Islander woman from the Northern Territory, and um, as, as you mentioned, I've been in South Australia most of my life through various reasons, you know, family separation and, and you know, being being pulled apart, I suppose. Mm. And, and um, you know, I've, I've um, lived and worked in South Australia, across rural and remote areas um, mostly, and I started off in uh, the child protection sector, actually, right, working okay. with kids mm. in care and kids in need and, and found my way into um, uh, Aboriginal policy and, and eventually into um, Aboriginal, uh, into the Aboriginal Lands Parliamentary Centre Committee. So I spent a bit of time in Parliament um, and most recently... Um, found my way into the executive director role and juggling that with being a mum of four and a husband that works on the APY land. So well, I won't ask what you do in your spare time because no, there's I no won't. spare time, no. clearly. <laughs> <laughs> now, you actually spent a lot of time... You said your husband works in the APY land. Yeah. You actually spent a lot of time up there too, working in uh, you know child protection in, in that area. Um, how does that sit with your role now? Does that give you an, a, an absolutely incredible insight, I would have thought, to some of the problems we're, we're trying to solve here? Well, it's certainly um, a privilege to have worked um, with communities on the APY lands and across South Australia. Um, I feel quite honoured um, to have worked in communities and for to gain trust. Um, mm. And I think in terms of reconciliation and the agenda of reconciliation, um, you know, it, it's about relationships. Yeah. Um, in general, and I think it's important that um, we connect with each other and understand each other and be honest with each other um, about how we'd like to walk forward together in the future and reconciliation. And we have an opportunity to explore that and develop that. And having worked in rural and remote areas, um, you know, it's been it's been an amazing opportunity to develop relationships and figure out um, the best opportunities to connect on the reconciliation agenda. So I feel quite privileged to have been welcomed into communities on very difficult topics like child mm. safety and, mm. and um, out of home care. Mm. So for me, I'm, I'm encouraged, um, and I've got a lot of support from communities um, in this position because I'm the first Aboriginal woman to hold to hold this position to hold this position. Mm. So for mm. me, um, I was a little bit I was a bit nervous mm. um, because generally um, in the recent history um it's been a male dominated um sector and and um i feel very honored um as an original woman but also a lot of pressure also mm, mm. um there's three so across australia there's a lot of reconciliation councils in each state and there are three only three aboriginal people who hold these positions and um it's i am you know i feel quite honored to do so and a lot of pressure um it's an important role as um, the reconciliation agenda is not just mm. a uh, a white or a non non Aboriginal. No, that's right. It's, it's a shared. It is it's a shared yeah. journey. As I said in the introduction, it's something mm. we need to have common ground on. Absolutely, and, and, and admit uh, on both sides of the argument, isn't it? You must be very, very uh, thrilled that also we've got uh, our first Indigenous Aboriginal minister. Well, isn't that exciting? Isn't that exciting? It is. A, yeah. Well, it's announced on Sunday, so yeah. Um, yeah. yesterday. So uh, we are um, entering into hopefully um, a new era and 
new leadership mm. um, in regards to in, um, in, well, Indigenous affairs across Australia and um, opportunities ex- exist and I think, um, you know, as a team, which the reconciliation journey is, is as a team, we can start um, addressing, you know, matters of interest for Aboriginal people. I mean, I really struggle with using the conversation around Aboriginal issues. That For me, I'm not, I don't sit comfortably with that um, because I think it's all of our business, there are Aboriginal interests that we need to take into consideration. What do you mean you, you don't feel comfortable? What don't you feel comfortable with? Using the word issues. Issues, okay. I think, you know, we're mm. not, you know, as a group of people, we're not an issue. Um, we have we have interests mm. in a whole range of things mm. across um, our society and we need, I mean, the issues is a very, um, it, it's a word where, um, it, you know, it comes from the, the negative space and, and our, we, you know, as a community, we're the First Nation um, people of, of this country. We have amazing stories, amazing mm. um, um, you know, information to share about um, the wealth of this country um, and the journey we've been on, and I think we have Aboriginal interests, um, and I think that's that's how we should be talking mm. about yeah. our well business. Put. Well mm. put, well put. What? <laughs> explain to me then um, what, as far as the reconciliation is concerned, the issue of reconciliation, which is something we all need to recognise, uh, but there's uh, some people that don't recognise it. Is it the same, say, in the APY lands? Is the split up there between your community the same as it is down here? And what I mean down here, I mean here in the, in the city, there's one people, one group of people who are saying, no, nah, not interested in this. Then you've got the other group who hopefully uh, is the majority is saying, yes, this is something we need to, to uh, um, address and address sooner rather than later. Is it the same split among your community? Um, look... You know, I think everybody's journey is very different around their experiences that um, they have in their everyday life. Um, you know, in terms of um, rural and remote areas, it's, it's um, you know, I think there are different conversations um, that are being had around um, empowerment for Aboriginal people. Mm. Um, governance is very different. Um, and, I mean, obviously with APY lands, there's the APY Land Rights Act and, yeah. you know, their whole land, mm-hmm. lands are governed by their community. Um, so it's really hard to draw comparisons in those sorts of, um, in that sense. But really, you know, if we're talking about wanting to reduce um, the gap in our health outcomes to mm-hmm. talk about the re- reducing the um, over-representation of um, our incarceration rates, uh, our the closing the gap on um, the disparity in children's education mm. and finishing school, we need to start having really honest conversations about um, why these gaps exist. Um, and that's um, for our Aboriginal community and for the wider community around why do these gaps exist, what's, what's created this situation, yeah. but more importantly, having that shared understanding and where do we go to from here? Um, because this cannot continue to happen. Mm. Um, as a community, we need to find a way, um, as a collective community, mm. South Australian community, the yes, Australian community, yeah. we need to find a way um, where everyone is valued, everyone has a place in our society, and how do we, you know, manage to work together to achieve equality in this sense? So it's really hard to talk about, mm. you know, everyone, no, no, that's fair different enough. journeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different and look, journeys. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, it is we're all of our responsibility. But there are some people that just won't take that message. And that that, that's, they're the ones that we've got to deal with, isn't mm. it? Aren't they? Well, you know, and you're right. And there are some people that don't, um, don't want to engage in the reconciliation conversation. Mm. And that's okay. They're on a different, they're on a different, and a different um, path in their um, engagement in the reconciliation agenda. But this is a people's movement. Um, the reconciliation movement is a people's movement. Mm. It's, it was, it was driven many years ago. Um, and it continues on today. And I was at the breakfast this morning. Obviously, Reconciliation South Australia yeah. host a, 
an w- annual breakfast. It was the launch of the the week. Yeah. It was the launch for the week, and um, I'm so heartened that Little Old South Australia managed to get nearly 2,000 people through the door at our breakfast, um, and we had some really hard conversations. Um, so we had Dr Chelsea Bond there this morning that really talked about um, how we as um, a community um, of people um, want to engage in a truth-telling conversation um, and how we understand that and how we listen to that and how we act upon that. So mm. it was challenging, but it was amazing that 2,000 people got into that room and were super keen to talk about reconciliation and engage in that as a collective. So it was pretty amazing. Yeah, great morning. start. Great start mm-hmm. uh, to, to a very exciting week. Uh, we're talking about uh, Reconciliation Week. Uh, we've got uh, Shona Reid, who's the Executive Director of Rec- Reconciliation South Australia. Also got Nathan May with us, who uh, is going to uh, have a bit of a chat to him about his role in uh, just a moment. Uh, happy to take your calls at 223 Each week on the 5AA Sports Show, Rowie and Biggs talk to star players from the Adelaide Crows. Thanks to complete windscreens. Pull over and get that chip repaired. 15 minutes, no appointment. Completewindscreens.com.au There's lots going on at North Point Toyota and they mean business. Book your test drive for the exciting release of the transformed all-new RAV4, also available in hybrid. The Hilux 4x4 SR5 Auto Double Cab comes with free on-roads, plus two grand's worth of fitted genuine accessories and Prado GXL Autos from only 66.990 drive away. North Point means business. Book your all-new RAV4 test drive. It's the North Point way. Hillcrest Prospect, Port Augusta and NorthPointToyota.com.au up to Stadium in Perth. We built it, and now we hope you'll come for the best footy experience in Australia. Take the trip west with your team and keep on travelling. With no bad seats, Optus Stadium is built for the fans. The brew house less than 100 metres from Optus Stadium gates is a free game must. And all our award-winning bars, restaurants, beaches and wineries are world-class. Come on over. Spend more than a day in WA. Travel packages and tickets are available now. Search AFL Perth. From July 1, electricity offers, as we know them, may never be the same again. Now, this month could be your last chance to lock in a big pay-on-time discount for the coming year. So if you're a pay-on-time customer, check out the special discounts from Origin Energy at 50upclub.com. Switch now and you'll receive an 18% pay-on-time electricity discount and a 14% pay-on-time natural gas discount for 12 months of Origin Energy's electricity and natural gas usage charges for South Australia. The basic plan information documents are available at 50upclub.com forward slash origin DPID. This offer must end on June the 28th. Get the special promo code at 50upclub.com. Welcome to the Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village. Take a stroll and select your first home. Dream big and create the family home, perhaps the holiday home or a granny flat. The Selector Homes Display Village is exactly that. A village, five beautiful homes, more to come, all in one place. Homes that you'll love for any stage of life. The Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village on Port Wakefield Road, Burton. Selectorhomes.com.au When you shop online at Officeworks, we offer free next business day delivery on orders over $55 placed before 5.30pm in most metro areas. See website for details. Just another way Officeworks helps you make bigger things happen. It's less than one week until the Women's and Children's Hospital Foundation Mega Home Lottery early bird prize deadline where you could win the Porsche Macan and 10 grand cash. Plus, you'll stay in the draw for the $1.5 million grand prize medallion home. 
There are over 4,000 more prizes to win. Proceeds support the Women's and Children's Hospital Foundation. But hurry, the early bird deadline is less than one week. Visit megahomelottery.com.au to get your ticket today. Licence number m It sounds strange, but this is a hearing check for your eyes. That's right, a hearing check for your eyes. Every person with diabetes is at risk of eye damage. Thing is, your eyes alone won't always see the symptoms. So listen carefully. Most diabetes-related blindness is preventable with regular eye checks. Sign up for eye check reminders at keepsight.org.au and keep an eye on your sight. Your eyes will thank you for listening. Keepsight.org.au, supported by Diabetes Australia. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Ten minutes away from two o'clock, we are talking about um, National Reconciliation Week and, of course, it kicked off here in South Australia with a wonderful, wonderful breakfast this morning. 2,000 people there, which is a big tick. It means 2,000 people are enthusiastic to actually address the problems that we need to stop putting off. With us is uh, Shona Reid, uh, the Executive Director of Reconciliation at South Australia, and also we've got Nathan May with us, who's an Aboriginal man, musician and actor. Now's yeah. your, now's, now here's your moment. Here's your moment, mate. <laughs> Listen, tell us your story. What, what, what's your background? Well, look, um, I grew up in Darwin um, as a young fella, and um, I came down to Adelaide. Just wanted to get away from uh, a lot of stress and a lot of family issues, a lot of um, problems that were happening in high school with um, hanging around wrong crowds, and really, basically, I just wanted to better myself. And um, interesting story. I might as well put it out there. Mm. Um, I I had an opportunity, and, and you know, being a young young high school student, year eleven, I couldn't read or write. Um, was struggling in school. Anyway, I, I started knuckling down. I had a, a, a mentor, a football mentor, in uh, Michael McLean, um, Magic McLean. He used to play for Footscray, mm-hmm. and um, he he really sat me down and said, you know, you really got to focus on your education. This is going to help you the most. At the end of the day, um, graduated year twelve got um, the best um, academic Aboriginal student in my school. Um, with that, I got to meet um, the President of the United States at the time, Barack Obama, and he basically said to me, um, it was a bit of a fluke how I got to meet him, and he came over and spoke to me and he's um, asking what year I was in. I said, yeah, year 12. And he said, what do you want to do after school? No, like, what do you want to do? It's, it's work. I said, uh, I really don't know. He said, he's like, you, you can do and be whoever you want to be. And after that, you know, a, a bloke in that power, just, yeah. you know, just, it really just, it was mind-blowing. And I, I just thought, well, I will do what I want to do. You know, eight years later down the truck, I'm in Adelaide and um, doing music, something I love, at the Elder Conservatorium too, studying my degree. So um, I guess it's just all flowing, especially yeah. from just that moment. Just that moment, you reckon it was that was a turning point? The, yeah. the fact that a man of, in that position looked Definitely. at you and said, "Hey." Yeah, and and, and another, um, you know, man of colour as well. Yeah. Um, somebody who's actually conquered um, the world and pretty much, you know, changed. Mm. Um, you know, being the first African American um, president. So, yeah, it, it was really mind blowing. And you know, when he first was president, I said to Michael McLean, um, my mentor for a few years in high school, I said, "I really want to meet this bloke." And you did. And I did, you know, so... Nathan, what a story <laughs> for the grandkids, eh, coming yeah, up. Bloody yeah. hell. Uh, all power to you, mate. What are you doing now, then? You're working here, and you, as you said, you, you, you're at the uh, Elder Conservatorium of Music, but you're also working...
working uh, with Reconciliation uh, South Australia? Yeah, so, um, you know, I've got heaps of um, hands in different pockets, but um, working with Reconciliation um, SA at the moment, we're doing going into um, spaces with um, young kids, um, high school kids, um, with a program called Generation Change, and pretty much a, a program... Um, looking at the um, ways that racism has impacted people. Mm. Um, like myself, um, I go in and tell my story about racism. And um, since coming down from Ad- um, from Darwin um, to Adelaide as a you know 17-year-old um, and faced a lot of um, racism where up in Darwin I did not face that because it was very multicultural and very diverse mm. up there. And, um, yeah, it was really hard. And, you know, going into these... Um, you know, um, generation change programs. Um, it's really touching to see when I talk about racism and how it affected me, and you know, not being looking at it as not being belonged in this place of you know where my grandparents and great grandparents have always been here, mm. and um, just getting really depressed and um, telling the kids, you know, that it, it was really hard at the time, and then I just put the. Um, you know, words in about music and how it pretty much saved um, myself from crawling in that hole, um, really, you know, going down a dark path. And, um, yeah, that's what, we, that's what I've been doing at the moment. Give, give us a... It just fascinates me that you, you, you say, you know, you, you're still um, a victim of, of racism and the treatment. Give us an example. Um, yeah, well, the, a couple of weeks ago I was at, at the footy game and... Um, Pretty much was sitting with uh, one of my family friends who I call Auntie. She's actually from England. Um, and, um, yeah, like um, average um, Australian, mm. white Australian. Mm. And um, she basically um, said, oh, I'm going to leave my bag here. It was in the Audi club um, of the footy. And um, she said, oh, I'm going to leave my bag here. I'm just going to toilet. And there was people sitting across the table to me. And um, I heard the woman say, um, is he going to steal that bag? And um, and it was really frustrating at the time. Um, but I just said, excuse me, what did you just say? And then I just explained to her, I said, look, that's like my family. Yeah, like yeah. I call her auntie. Yeah. And and she was like, oh, we just can't trust, you know. And I'm like, She said hell. that? Yeah. And I, and I said... I, I pretty much just said, nah, that's just, that's absolutely crap. I, I didn't really want to get overly yeah, yeah. aggressive because yeah. when, when that stuff does happen, I, I tend to get really angry. But, and so I just said, nah, that's, that's no good. You know, you can't just go saying that. Shona, how do we overcome that? That, that blows me away that that happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I can, you know, I can see it happen. Oh, look, just, you know, I've got four, four little kids and three stepsons, um, and we go into Woolworths and, well, we, we we go into any supermarket yeah, yeah. and we get um you know we get a price check on the lane that we're in like it, it it happens regularly and well that's one of the things that we want to talk about in um reconciliation essay we we believe that if we work with the kids younger kids we can change and we can stomp out racism yeah. in one generation and that's why we call it generation of change right and that's what that's that's what that's i was leading program. to that's Absolutely. what i was leading to with, with nathan Absolutely. do you reckon this is a generational thing because yeah. we've had the stolen generation we've got all that we still haven't dealt with Right. Have we? We're we haven't still, dealing dealt, with the truth. We, we, we haven't dealt with the truth. We, uh, half of us don't even recognise the truth, Correct. right? And no, know about it either. No, and, and the other half doesn't even know about it. Yeah. Is this a generational thing? The kids that you're now mentoring, is that our hope for the future? Yeah, well, definitely. Like when I t- talk about my story to these kids, and um, 
you know, even though my story's not as harsh as some of the other mm. people and my family members and, you know, people that have gone through the other generations, um, I guess, you know, they come up to me and they're apologising to me. Um, they're really into it and they're just, they're so kind in their words as well. And, you know, they're saying, I'm sorry, very sorry for what's happened to you and your people and... And it blows me away. And a lot of a lot of the kids also, the Aboriginal kids, come up to me and they start speaking up about it as well. Right. And they, mm. they start speaking, mm. you know, mm. um, this is what's happening at school, you know, um, where if they're in the school space, they wouldn't say that. Yeah. So mm. we take them out of that school space and um, they'll come up and be like, you know, this stuff's still happening, so, you know. So that stuff still is happening to them. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit of a worry then. Well, you know what? <laughs> I mean, one of the things we try to do with the program is we talk about identifying racism when we see it and then we look at how do we then respond to it. Mm. But one of the biggest things that we do in this program is that we um, we don't make the R word scary. I mean, one of the things we have in society is we don't like to use the word racism. We don't like to call it what it is. Um, and I think when we talk about generation of change, we talk about equipping people with the language and the common understanding of what we're actually talking about. Mm. Um, and that's where we're heading. We're heading in a whole generation's time. We will have children and who turn into adults that aren't scared to talk about racism, that know it when they see it, and know how to tackle it, not just on when it's under you know taken on them, but when they see it happening to a colleague, when they see it happening to a friend, when they see it happening to a neighbour. So that's our goal: is that within a generation, we've equipped kids with the skills to name it, see it, call it, and deal with it. Um, and that's, I suppose, a longer term vision. It's going mm. to take a long time. But we believe that's the investment we need to make. Mm. 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 Well, all power to you. Absolutely, you know, I, I agree one hundred percent. It's what needs to happen from both sides, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, Are you encouraged by by what you're seeing at the moment? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's encouraged me to also invest in like my own programs in primary schools as well. Um, would um, young Aboriginal kids disengage from school? You know, um, especially with just all the stuff that I, you know, education was pretty much an important role for me mm. in mm. Um, stepping through. And I think today's generation, like my age, um, twenty-five and a bit older, have been educated enough to actually speak out. Mm. And I think that's what's um, the big change at the moment. Is is there's a lot of young people speaking out, a lot of young people wanting to tell their stories and I think it's just a great empowerment that we have at the moment. Imagine, you know, 10 years' time when the other generation comes in and what they're talking about and mm. how they can change. So, you know, it's a, probably a really big, um, you know, thing we're going to have mm. in the future. Let's keep fighting the battle uh, yeah. because, uh, you know, it's, it's one... Where everyone can be a winner out of this. Can only go that way, isn't can it? it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine right. that. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Listen, great to meet you uh, and uh, keep up the great work. Shona Reid, uh, Executive Director of Reconciliation South Australia. It's Reconciliation Week all week, so if you see any uh, any events on, uh, partake uh, uh, and don't, don't hold back. And also Nathan May, um, keep up the great work, mate, at uh, mentoring all the young folks you're doing. And good luck with no the music worries. career. Thank good you very you. much. Thanks very much. Uh, all right, stick around after the break.